Welcome to the Fluent English Pro Podcast, the ultimate resource for professionals looking to improve their English skills. If you have an intermediate to advanced level of English and you want to improve or experience a lack of time and practice opportunities, we're here to help. Every week, you'll have a new episode that addresses your specific English language needs, providing tips and insights to help you excel in business meetings, negotiate contracts, deliver impactful presentations, or engage in casual conversations with international colleagues. Don't let the lack of time and practice hold you back. Tune in and unlock your full potential as a fluent English speaker. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Fluent English Pro Podcast. Today we are again with my amazing co-host Paula Rizizabal. How are you doing, Paula? Hi, David. Great. And you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, very happy to be with, uh, with you today. Thank you. <laughs> you prepared a very interesting topic for us. Yes. That is going to be key for those who are studying English and for those who have to use English professionally. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about what this is about? Okay. Today, we're going to talk about engaging the audience and using persuasive techniques. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do emphasis in techniques, right? Because it's not... Even in English and Spanish and whatever language, um, technique is important, do you think? I agree. Yeah. Now, prepare the presentation and everything that goes with uh, doing a presentation, it's important. But what do you think is a technique? And why do you think it is important? Okay, okay. So we are, we are speaking about doing presentations. Right. Doing presentations and make sure people don't fall asleep don't. <laughs> when, <laughs> yes. when, when you're doing a presentation, right? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, the techniques, I think techniques are a series of steps that you take, yes, or the way you approach the steps in order to get to the result. Okay, but it's like that you prepare, right? Yes. Okay, you have skills for going there and like doing it spontaneously. Yes. But you have to be prepared for something that could happen in the yeah, moment, right? That's that's also correct. Okay, and why do you think it is important to be prepared for that? You have to be prepared. Because if you only know the information that you're going to talk about and nothing else, that means you don't know all the information that you need to know. Whatever you're going to talk about in the presentation has to be supported by additional facts, additional research, additional materials that will help you understand uh, and also deliver that information to your audience. And also because people may, may ask questions. Of if course. I'm going to ask questions and uh, in a professional setting, particularly, you have to be in the capacity to either provide the answers to those questions if they are critical or be able to maybe respond to that in a different moment. Of course. And what do you think is the first thing in your experience that you have to be prepared when you are going to have a presentation? The first thing that you do when you are going to have a presentation. Okay. I think that that changes according to like the, the presentation rules because some people say that you should introduce yourself first. Okay, okay, but we're talking about, about the what you prepare. That's right. you, you know they're going to have this presentation this day. Okay. And you have to prepare everything before yeah. the presentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the first thing you do? I map out the content of the presentation. Okay. Before going into detail of what I'm going to talk about, 
on each of the slides or on each of the points. I map out the series of elements that I'm going to cover and I make sure to cover that and uh, be very specific on the content. Because okay. if you try to include too much, then you're going to take too much time and you are not going to address the information you need to address in a precise manner. So you're just creating a, a map, an overall map, a scheme of what the presentation is going to be like. From there, you can start to introduce details and information to each of the points. Okay. And do you think it's important to really understand and be like, you need to be sure about the purpose of the presentation? Like you have the ob objective like really clear? clear? You have to. You have to because the purpose is going to define what information you're going to deliver and how you're going to deliver your information. Okay. If your presentation is aimed at convincing people that a project you're presenting should be implemented, so you're going to have a particular way of delivering the information. If the presentation is just to report on something you did, mm -hmm. so the intention is going to be different, the way you address the audience is going to be different and okay. the information is going to change. So yes, you have to be crystal clear about what the purpose is. And it's important to prepare the like the material that you need and the visual support or something? Absolutely. Yeah. This is also very uh, dependent on what your setting is. But I think visual materials are usually a key element of presentations. They make your life so much easier. However, I think visual materials are just an aid. Yes. They, yes. They're just a visual aid. They should contain keywords, key ideas, or images, or maybe clips or video or sound that complement what you're saying. They should not contain like the whole idea that you're going to present. Yes. And what about the audience? You have to know what kind of audience you're going to have to present to? Ideally, yes. You should know your audience uh, because depending on that, you are going to have to explain some basic concepts or maybe you will not need to explain basic concepts because they are already know what you're talking about. So having an idea of who your audience is, is key. Uh, this is also going to influence how you deliver the message, what vocabulary you use. But sometimes you don't know who the audience is. So you have to be ready to adapt to the circumstance and transform the way you communicate according to the scenario. Okay. And what do you think is the most difficult thing during the presentation? Okay. There are, I think there are two aspects. One is being confident enough to address the topic. I think that's key. Uh, sometimes the topic is something we already, we are already familiar with. So it's easy for us to talk about that, but sometimes it's something new. So yes. it really, it really takes time and effort and we struggle at trying to deliver that information because like we are not very confident. That's one thing. Yes. Uh, and the other aspect I think that's key is being comfortable with speaking in front of people. It, it seems a that's basic a thing, thing, but it, for yeah, for many people, it's it's a challenge yes. to be in front of a classroom or in front of an audience, in front of a group of people and talk to them. I understand it might be complicated, but it's something that you have to practice again. Like the more you do it, the easier it gets. Of course. And what's the most helpful thing that you have done before or during or after the presentation because i think after what happens after the presentation it's very important because you know what happens in the presentation yeah 
with what happens after the presentation, right? The question is, what, what should I do before? No, what is the most helpful thing? Like, helps you to understand the presentation before, during, or after the presentation. Like, to know that everything is going well. Audience feedback. I think it is very important um, and doesn't apply to online settings because you cannot see how people react. React, right. But constantly observing and probing people to see their, their faces, their body movements, their expressions, that helps you calibrate the information, that okay. helps you calibrate what you're doing. Maybe you are going too slow, maybe you need to speed up a little bit, maybe you want to emphasize on, on an aspect or provide a, an example you have to have that connection with the people in order to to give them what they, they need okay and what was the biggest challenge in making presentations for you have you ever been like in a situation when you see for example the expressions of the people that they don't really agree with you or, or with what you are saying mm -hmm. and like you get trouble with your tongue or something like oh you block your mind have you ever been in that kind of situations? I have. Sometimes it isn't you and it isn't the audience. It is maybe that you are at the wrong time. Yes, it is not the, the appropriate time for you to communicate that idea because you don't know what happened to the audience before. So for I had the experience, for example, one time uh, we had a job meeting and they invited somebody to give us a conference But that conference happened right after we had been through a very heavy discussion okay. about like very sensitive areas. So everybody was like upset, you know, like everybody was in a good mood. So the person that came to give that conference, like they had nothing to do with, with that situation, okay. but they had to face the bad mood everybody had at that moment. At that point, I think you just have to deliver. Face the situation. Yeah, you have to face the situation. Relax. Relax. It ain't your fault. Yeah, it is. Yes, not you don't fault. know that is not the time until you did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, I don't know what your context might be. If you are like restrained by time, maybe you can like try to speed up things a little bit so people can go through it faster. And, and that's that suggests stay relaxed and be confident. Of, like what you're doing is the right thing. Okay. And what to do when you make a mistake? in front of the many people that are making a presentation? Well, there are, there are different types of mistakes, but I think generally you can just acknowledge the mistake. You can say, oh, I'm sorry. I just, I noticed I've made a mistake here. That information is incorrect. This is the correct information. I think that's the... That's the let them know that you know. Yes, let them know that you are aware that there is a mistake and give them the right information or let them know that you will provide them with the right information afterwards if you don't have it, if you don't have it at hand at the moment. Okay, and do you think it's important to be able to improvise? Yes, uh, but when you say improvise, there are two ways you can define or like you can approach the, the idea of improvising. Okay. So one way is doing things without any prior knowledge or without any preparation, which is not good. So that, that is like <laughs> you just yes, that's the... pop up and try to wing it. No, that is not a good way of improvising. And you can do it for practicing in very specific situations. Mm, maybe I, I don't know but in the particular case of presentations maybe not so much okay the other way of improvisation when you give a presentation is you are so familiar with the subject yes you master this the, the subject so well that you can easily adapt and transform the way you communicate things according to the context 
you don't have to prepare everything because you like your knowledge and your confidence already allows you to move around to be flexible okay. so that is the, uh, the type of improvisation i think will be ideal in a person giving a a presentation so do not improvise with topics that you don't know oh no it's okay. gonna be bad yeah <laughs> If you master the topic, so feel free to improvise. Okay. So do you have any tips that you want to give us? Yes. Uh, the first tip is you have to start exercising the skill of being comfortable in front of groups of people, talking in front of audiences. And that is something that is not going to get easier unless you practice it and you do it over and over and over again. You got to do it. You got to practice it. Otherwise, it's still going to be complicated. So, going to new places and meet people. Going to new places and meeting people. Uh, the second tip is you can practice by yourself. Like you don't have to necessarily be in front of an audience to, to do like that. Like in front of the mirror or something? Uh, yeah, in front of the mirror. Or you can record yourself on the camera. Yes. Okay. While you do that. And uh, something that I think is very, very nice that I have seen in recent years is uh, include storytelling. <laughs> Okay. in your presentations includes that, that makes it so much better uh, i don't know if you happen to know the ted talks yes of course so they can give you information that otherwise will be very complicated to understand yes because there are like statistics and numbers and data and graphics but they tell it in a way of a story so it is much easier for you to connect with the people that way and to give them that information. And there is an aspect uh, to, the, to that is like how you make people, how you make them feel. Yes, of course. And it's, it's like easier to get interest interested in that kind of, of presentations, right? Yeah. Like you feel like you are in that situation. Yes, yes, yes. You, it's, it's more relatable. Yes. So at the end, I can say two things about this. Yeah. First, if you can write your message in a sentence, you, you don't feel like a master in that topic, try to be a master. Yes. Right. And second, uh, I have um, like a phrase that I saw these days that I really like that says, they may forget what you say, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's really important to, to connect with the people, to yep. connect with the audience. Right. And that's it. What do you think? That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, have fun preparing your presentations. Have fun delivering your presentations. Practice a lot. Practice, <laughs> yes. Uh, I th I think like being afraid of speaking in front of a group of people is something uh, we have told ourselves is a scary thing to do, but actually it is it not. Is. And I can tell you because like, I do it very often. I'm a teacher. I have to speak in front of groups of people, in front of whole auditoriums. And you say that you're and shy, right? Fine. And I am a shy person. And I am a shy person. At the beginning, it was hard as hell. But now it's like, it's just an everyday thing for me. It's just like going to buy groceries. Practice, that's it. Yes, practice. All right, that's been it for today's episode. If you would like to have more information, remember to find us on social at Fluent English Pro. And we will see you on the next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Fluent English Pro Podcast, your ultimate resource to enhance your English skills. Subscribe to our podcast to access new episodes and take your English skills to the next level. 
Feel free to contact us with any questions, suggestions, or specific topics you would like us to cover. Reach out at info at fluentenglishpro.com and visit fluentenglishpro.com for more resources. Until next time.